What's up, y'all? What's going on? This is Livestream94. Welcome in. Thanks for being here with me live or uh, tuning into this one later on. It's going to be a good one. I am Jonathan Corey, and you can find all of my live streams, other podcasts, blogs, social media links on my website. That's JonathanCorey.com or through the links on um, my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Jonathan Corey, S-E-A-N, A-T-H-A-N-C-O-R-Y, spelled weird, <laughs> Sean's a weird name in general, I made it even weirder somehow, but let's get into it because tonight we're doing some mansplaining, we are uh, doing a little bit of mansplaining tonight, you know, it's it's called, uh, it's called We Do a Little Mansplaining. <laughs> it's called We Do a Little Mansplaining, okay? Okay, honey. Okay, sweetie. Okay, sweetheart. We're doing a little mansplaining here tonight. So uh, listen up, ladies. <laughs> listen up, ladies. A man's talking. So listen up. We're doing some mansplaining. We're going to talk about some of the uh, recent events. You know, the uh, continuing satanic nonsense permeating in our society today. Uh, diving into some scripture. I'm going to be sharing my opinions on this, through this all. And uh, also just some, you know, general undeniable facts about reality. Um, so kind of some opinions, kind of, kind of some like undeniable truths, you know. So buckle up, buckle in. Buckle in, y'all. Hope you uh, learn from this or uh, that this like reinforces your own understanding about things and truth and love and just, you know, generally come away from this live stream as a better man or a better woman. So what is a woman? Let's get right into it. What is a woman? You know, can you tell me what is a woman? Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I decide. Well, so I'm not... The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Can you provide a definition? I can't. You can't? N not in okay. this context. So Shout out to Marsha Blackburn. That's my representative. <laughs> eh, you know, she's good at times. She's pretty, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. You know, she's better than most. You know, and I'm no biologist, but uh, I know a woman when I see one. <laughs> right? I know a woman when I see one, you know? Like, it doesn't take much to see what is and what is not a woman uh, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. But um, 
you know, and God knows each and every woman that he created. He uh, knew each and every single one of them uh, before he knitted, knitted them uh, all individually in every one of their mother's wombs. God knew every single man and woman exactly as they are and were and will be. And it's just very obvious what a woman is. You, you know one when you see one, right? Right, my dudes? What's going up? What's going on, our gains in the chat? Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, shout out Social Galactic. Best social media on this side of heaven. <laughs> um, yeah. So what is a woman, right? All women have, uh, all women's, whammons have two X chromosomes. Let's get, let's be, let's, let's, uh, I don't need to be a biologist to like Google search <laughs> that, uh, women have two X chromosomes, right? And although we can't see that, right? We can't physically see that. We can see the results of it, right? Women are weaker physically. They are shorter. Generally, they have curvy hips, breasts, a uterus, and, you know, other reproductive organs that are just simply not <laughs> existing not existent in males they uh they bleed every month they have increased levels of estrogen and lower levels of testosterone the males do they have hormones that cause much more emotional instability and they lack the aggression the competitiveness logical natures and facial hair the men have right <laughs> you don't have lush beautiful facial hair if you're born with two X chromosomes. And people can pretend that these differences and many other, you know, many others listen just now. Uh, <laughs> listed just now don't exist, right? You can pretend that there's not really these differences all you want, right? Have at it. And these people who doubt that can feel bad about it. Um... They can cry about not having <laughs> what they don't have. And they can try to use science and technology to attempt to change all of this and become something that they are not. But that is just simply not our reality. And who and what we were created to be by the one who created us. Those who are not blinded by sin can see this clearly, right? And those... The other ones out there, you know, stuck living in their fallen states tend to either join in this madness, promote it, or, um, you know, just simply permit it to happen for temporary selfish gain. So just last month, just, you know, let's flash back, rewind a month or so ago, you know, and all these secular minded people seemed completely unable to define what exactly a woman was, right? Remember that debate? What is a woman? No, I'm not going to play the clip again, but what is a woman, right? Sparks a big debate. And apparently everyone's having a very tough time. Oh, no, having a very tough time just defining exactly what a woman is, right? Their, uh, their liberal, liberal educations and their desire to just, you know, generally be approved socially <laughs> forced them into science, silence as uh, people erupted online and in public about what exactly a woman is. And if one could possibly become one, if they weren't born that way and created that way. This general conversation has been happening for some time now. <laughs> are you, are you aware? 
<laughs> are you aware of this or not? You know, have you been around? Have you existed on the internet for the last 10 years? Right? This conversation has been happening for some time and will certainly continue as our culture drifts further away from God and morality and further towards Satanism and wickedness, right? That slippery slope will continue. So those in power and those going along with their nonsense have had a difficult time lately, you know, defining exactly what a woman is and what her rights are, her quote-unquote rights are. But, um... Now that a leak in the last few weeks has dropped, implying that uh, Roe v. Wade is more than likely going to be overturned this summer, the hyenas are out and about shouting and screaming that women have rights to their own bodies and should be able to kill their own babies and men have no say over that, right? And, uh, you know, they also apparently now have a, have a right to kill their born children. They're actually born, breathing, living, existing children. Um, which again is, you know, that's something, by the way, I wrote about in my recent blog posts, this, uh, this incoming bloodlust, this continue, continuing bloodlust that has consumed our society and just, you know, the general push for literal child sacrifices <laughs> um, that is taking place, is beginning to take place now in this country. You know, it was a crazy thought just a few years ago, but something that is becoming more and more normalized and even now becoming legalized in some states. Uh, Maryland and California, and I believe Virginia, are trying to literally allow for legalized child sacrifice. <laughs> Uh, it sounds crazy. It's almost like, I mean, it's laughable. I'm literally laughing about it, right? Because it sounds so ridiculous, but it's happening. It is happening. It will continue to happen. It will continue to slip down that slope. And, you know, sacrificing children, um, by the way, is something that tends to happen in declining civilizations and has occurred on every continent with every race of people all throughout human history. It is just what happens when cultures and civilizations begin to decline and begin to crumble. Um, you know, when people in a community, communities begin to become just so satanic and so self-obsessed that they're willing to abandon and just flat out murder um, its most innocent and most valuable resources in order to pr protect themselves and prolong their own life and their own happiness, you know? Sacrifice the children who become a quote-unquote burden to the people living in the present who have become so degenerate, so immoral, and so self-focused that they don't have time or energy or resources to spare being selfless and raising the next generation. Educating, teaching, training, raising, preparing, you know, um, furthering on the future generations, right? People become so self-obsessed that any like having to sacrifice anything for someone else even their own bloodline their own children um becomes too much of a burden so that's why we end up with child sacrifices all throughout history all over the place with all the people right um another clip here turn the coffee shop music off and uh get this little clip going Again, this was a, like in the last couple weeks this happened. You might have seen it or heard it.
you believe in abortion after birth? Would you, would you support I believe in whatever the woman wants to choose to do, that's her choice. At any point of the child's life? At any point of the lady's life, that's her choice. To kill another person's body? It's going to always be her choice. Even after the baby's born? It's always her choice. So if they're two years old? It's always her choice. I can kill my two-year-old. It's a woman's right to choose. To kill their child at any point. It's a woman's right to choose. So we're there. <laughs> right? So we're there. We're at child sacrifice, guys. <laughs> we're at it. Like, it's happening. It's happening right now. That's not just one isolated case. One really, really dumb person. I mean, that is a dumb person, but like, that's not just an isolated example, right? This is just the talking points people regurgitate. Um, people that are so blinded by their sins that they are willing to just go along with that kind of mess, right? And this is just where we are as a nation, as a civilization. The uh, slippery slope continues on downward towards hell as we just continue to allow it, right? And there are thankfully a lot of Christians starting to stand up and speak out against all this mess, you know, on TikTok and online, in their churches, in their communities, in their social circles. Like it is happening, right? People are doing this. I see it. I know it. I hear about it. People are going physically to protest, going physically to be like present in the moment at these events and make their uh, stances heard, right? They are standing up and speaking out, right? A lot of Christians are doing that. But those in positions of power, however, uh, continue to allow, promote, and even carry out this mass genocide of unborn babies. And now, even those who have been born. <laughs> babies who have been born are now being killed and slaughtered. And so as we continue to drift away from righteousness towards Satanism, the lies and inversions continue to pile up and eventually, you know... Logically, they begin to overlap each other. They begin to contradict each other, right? The lies that men can be women fall apart when women want to separate themselves from men for their own personal gain, right? Men have no say over what a woman can do, but also there's no such thing as a man or a woman and anybody can be any gender they want at any time, right? My body, my choice. Get men out of the discussion. But also, if a man wants to be a woman right now, then we have to kind of let him do that, you know? The contradictions begin to overlap and, you know, pile on and defeat themselves, right? You know, men don't have a say over what a woman can do with her body, Except for, of course, the men who voted to allow women to do whatever they want with their bodies, right? All of the men who voted to allow Roe v. Wade to happen, right? Men don't have a say except for those men, right? They never say that. They never add that asterisk, asterisk in there. You know, women are strong and independent and powerful and they can do whatever a man can do. Except when it comes to being drafted into the army and fighting wars, right? You know, then of course, of course, that's a man's responsibility, right? That's a man. A man, men should go do that, right? 
you know, and like women can like hold their own doors, you know, like, ah, oh, I can hold my own door. Thank you very much. But also you better pay for my meal. <laughs> you better pay for my meal, you jerk. Right. You know, women are just so good at playing sports that they deserve the same salaries as men. But also, you know, men shouldn't be allowed to compete in women's sports. It should be kept separate. Unless, you know, of course, a man decides to become a woman. And then in that case, that man that's dressed up like a woman can compete in women's sports. You know, it gets a little, it's a little tricky sometimes. You know, it gets a little tricky. You know, when all these lies start adding up and piling up, uh, it gets a little tricky, you know. You know, like, uh, you know, like men, you know, just don't get it to have any say in a woman's choice to murder a baby in her womb, right? But after that baby's born, of course, right? If that woman does choose to keep the baby and give birth to that baby, that man is, you know, that man who had no choice in whether that baby lived or dies, you know, now is required to pay for it, <laughs> doesn't get the same guardianship over it or parental rights over it, right? So again, all these lies and deceptions just begin to overlap, right? They become obvious to those who still seek truth, those who have love in their hearts <laughs> still, <laughs> or actually, those who you know just generally refuse to go along with the lies and inversions pushed by pushed upon us by Satan and his minions and his useful idiots, and we don't have to be biologists or even women to know what a woman is and what a woman is not it only takes some simple logic and just a experience living in society with other human beings and again these contradictions only make sense to illogical people and those who just can't see clearly they can't perceive reality um, for what it is they don't understand the world that they are living in correctly right um, what's going on? Arcane's in the chat. What's going on? Copper Bear, what's going on? Copper Bear, female. <laughs> we have a lady in the chat who says, women talking points are so exhausting. Amen, right? <laughs> women talking points are so exhausting, says the woman. Says an actually righteously feminine woman, too, by the way. You can check check out, uh, she interviewed me on Hanging With Bears. If you want to scroll back in my feed, my second appearance on Hanging With Bears, you can hear uh, Copper Bear crushing, keeping it real, you know? So let me pull this up. Sorry, podcast listeners. I got some pictures that I'm going to be pulling up for the rest of this. So you're in luck, video watchers. Sorry again, podcast listeners. We're doing some, some pictures and some memes, but I'll do my best to kind of explain them and describe them so we got here you know we got one one side of the uh, coin is an established and complete woman an established and complete woman and on the other side you have a victim of feminism right and of course this is a this is a parody of like an actual cartoon that tried to justify and say you know oh this is an established and complete woman and then this is also an established and complete woman you know single alone drinking champagne eating pizza totally fine by herself and alone in her adult years <laughs> which everyone just knows again copper bear will be the first one to tell you that these women talking points are so exhausting um 
And so here you have the altered, more realistic version of that, which is that, you know, women who actually have children are much more established and quote unquote complete than someone who chooses <laughs> to live on their own, pleasure themselves, you know, hoe, hoe around, you know, treat their animals like their pets, you know, get into college debt and work for other, other men. Um, you know, again, that's not everyone. Some people, some women are actually called the single singleness. Some women are called, or for whatever reason, by given a life without children by God. You know, doesn't mean you have to be married with a man and you have to have children with that man in order to be a productive, useful female, a, a woman, a godly woman, right? And we're going to get into exactly what that is and what that means. But obviously, it's more of in line of what God intends for us, right? In general, men and women to come together and form a holy union and have children and carry on the next generation. You know, the first commandment that God gave to a man and a woman was to be fruitful and multiply. Seems like that might be important, right? <laughs> Seems like that might be important. You know, the first commandment wasn't live alone in your single years and smoke weed and pet your cat and eat your pizza you know get into college debt so that you can work and get status symbols and you can afford your fancy purses and your vacations you know that <laughs> that's not exactly what god had in, had in mind for for y'all ladies you know um and just you know our culture has this is just it this is why i'm bringing this up our culture has devolved to the point devolved to the point where a committed couple you know a man and a woman who are fruitful and multiplying and who live morally sacrifice their own comforts for the sake of their children's well-being are deemed extremists and just deemed generally crazy by those in power and their their useful idiots these married couples with children have apparently you know thrown their whole lives away having children they have enslaved themselves. They have contributed to the alleged climate change problems. And they are selfish for bringing lives into the world that aren't their own. You know, how selfish of them. They, the children didn't consent to being born, you know. And, you know, these married couples with children, they are just, you know, deemed by our culture as living, being, being the people who are living incorrectly, right? They are stupid and they are failures at life. You know, instead of traveling the world and having fun and having status and stuff, you know, they chose to sacrifice and have children and raise and nurture and teach the uh, next generation that was to follow, that is to follow them, right? And so society in general deems them as stupid and failures and living incorrectly, while a single man or single woman who you know, goes around having out-of-wedlock sex, has thousands of dollars in unpayable and unforgivable student debt, who works long hours at a meaningless job, treats their pets as their children, barely interacts with family members or those in the community, and who abandons their responsibilities to the God that brought them into existence. And, you know... Those are the ones who are mostly glorified by society and our culture today. Our rulers and their obedient subjects. And these are the people that are the ones deemed to be the most intelligent, the most happy, 
the ones having the most fun, the most successful people, right? And we are at a point where we are at a point in history where Satan has successfully sunk his closet. He has torn families apart slowly but surely over many generations. And we are now just left to navigate this godless, inverted, immoral, weak, and broken society together. The best part is that we can do it together. We can conquer the... <laughs> We're on this adventure navigating this satanic society together. You know, isn't that, isn't that nice? Isn't that cute? <laughs> Me and you together navigating this satanic godless society that we are currently in. You know, where being moral is uncool and where living righteously is lame and where the truth has become relative and where honesty has become being hateful and, you know, where being responsible is mean and where a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man, right? That's the state we're in. That's the culture we're living in right now. But, but, big time but, no matter how much Satan convinces us to join him in his nonsense, his wickedness, his deceptions, and join him in that darkness, no matter how hard he tries to defeat the good, the true, the beautiful, no matter how hard he tries to change or destroy what has been created, he fails. He still fails every time. God still wins in the end. God still wins in the end, every time, all the time, right? Reality in all of creation is still within the creator's power and control. And whatever the created people in this created place choose to believe or not, do or not do, be or not be, God and his creation remain true to form, existent, eternal, unbreakable, and unchanging. We can play these silly nonsense games with each other, right? We can reject them or ignore them. We can continue on and get even worse. <laughs> this whole thing can get even worse. Or, you know, these silly games can be stopped or they can go away as well. But regardless of what we decide to do as humans, as people, as the collective of people that make up this society, whatever we decide to do, whatever we decide to believe or not believe, do or not do, right? There is still an objective reality and a certainty of what has been created by the unmoving, unchanging, all-knowing, all-powerful creator of everything, right? Whatever we decide to do, whatever silly little games we decide to play, however crazy or scary or violent or whatever the case may be, that we, these people who make up this society called us, <laughs> uh, whatever we do and not or not do, right, doesn't change who God is, what he is, it doesn't change truth. It doesn't change love. And we should never forget that, right? <laughs> Regardless of how dark and crazy things appear to be, you know, now or in the future, um, these crazy folks and their evil master, all these satanic folks and their daddy the devil, <laughs> they have no power over us, ever that we don't choose to give to them. And with God, nobody and nothing can ever stop us, right? Do not forget that. Do not forget that. 
What's up? El Jeff. El Hef. El Jefe or El Jeff? Uh, says, hey, pure blood SS here. Finally able to catch you live. Is SS super straight? Pure, pure blood super straight here? <laughs> is that what that means? Or is it like, are you actually a member of the SS? <laughs> pure blood SS. I think that's super straight, right? Super straight. You got the black and orange uh, profile banner, right? What's up? 07's in the chat. Set of Acantus is here. My dude. Yeah, he does say super straight. L. Jeff. What's up? 07's. Copper Bear. Art Gangs. That's my handle on SG. All right on. Oh, solid. Solid. Pure Blood SS. So, moving on. In Genesis, in the book that began it all, the original, the two original names of Adam and Eve were Ish, or man, Ish meaning man, and Isha, which translates to someone that, quote, has been taken out of, right? So Isha was something that has been taken out of the man, right? Ish, man, Isha, is a man with something taken out of it, right? And that was Eve, who was formed and created by God when he took a rib out of the first man and formed the first woman out of it. This first woman was made out of this first man. And ever since then, women have used what has been taken from a man and used it inside of her to bring about even more life. And I'll spare you the birds and the bees <laughs> discussion here tonight. We won't get into that. I assume you're all adults and you understand that already you are you, ha, you are on the internet right now so i'm gonna assume that you know what happens right between men and women but all women are taken from a man right all women are taken from a man they are all born of another woman who took something from a man to make new lives right it's a continual process it continues to happen since the beginning and now and forevermore, right? You and I, all of us, and every single other person that has ever lived and will ever live on this place came from a woman's, woman's womb and she took something from a man and used it to produce a new life. It's undeniable. It happens every time. It can't happen without it, right? Other than the one that didn't, didn't happen to right? The perfect one that wasn't exactly <laughs> held accountable to these rules, right? For a very specific reason. And I can never make life on my own, right? Me being a man. Hey, hi, I'm Sean. I'm a man. I have a Y chromosome, right? And I can never make a new life on my own, regardless of how badly I want to or how advanced technology or science, quote unquote, gets. I can't just pretend to be something I am not and make new life. I cannot do that. God did not give me that ability, that power. And that goes with every other male who out there who was also born of a woman who has one X and one Y chromosome. We all can't just go around altering our DNA and making ourselves into a woman, you know, a person who has two X chromosomes. 
It doesn't matter how much that might hurt your feelings or how unfair that might be, right? You just simply cannot change the fact that God created you in a specific fashion, in a certain form, and destined you for a specific role and a specific purpose. And I mean, you can always rebel against him, right? He is a just and righteous Lord who allows us the free will to even disobey and reject authority, his authority, to seek for ourselves if we so desire. But we will certainly suffer the consequences of doing so. He will allow us to rebel against him. He will also allow us to suffer the consequences of doing so. All men and women that God created can lie to themselves and others and go around pretending to be something that they are not claiming to be a member of the opposing gender and even, you know, mutilate their own bodies in an attempt to fool themselves or fool others. But just like in every other form of rebellion against God, it will not work and we will not win by doing so. In fact, we will doom ourselves to an eternity of separation from our creator, missing out on the genuine hope, the whole truth, the pure love, and the ultimate peace that comes with a spiritual reunion with him. In the Lord, woman is not independent of man, and man is not independent of a woman. There is a separation there. For as woman was made from man, now and forevermore a man is born of a woman. And all things, all the things, at all of the times, are from God alone. Men and women are designed for different purposes and to fulfill different roles, and they are given complementary bodies, natures, characteristics, essences, spirits, and we are created by God to form unions together to not only work and prosper here and now with each other, but to also be fruitful and multiply together to create future generations, and to continue on the work of the Lord, bringing him more and more glory above and beyond us, right? Above and beyond us. It's a little, little powerful little meme here, you know? You got four women, one working for $8 an hour, serving at a restaurant. You got $30 an hour as like a nurse or a doctor or whatever. You got $100 an hour being some kind of like therapist or attorney, some kind of higher degreed woman, right? And then you just have simply a woman with her baby, which is just priceless. Just simply priceless. Just simply the true calling a woman has, right? Being a nurturer, a provider of future generations. And we can keep pretending like the secular world has it all figured out, right? We can keep wearing our little dress pants suits and getting our degrees and getting in debt and making money so that we can buy stuff and have status, right? We can keep pretending like that's the meaning and the purpose of life, you know? And also just continue to spiral downward into chaos and nonsense land and living unfulfilled and meaningless lives separated from our creator and the purposes that he has for us all. Or, or we can choose to seek him in all of his right ways and fixate our, fixate our eyes on eternity 
and begin to accept the calling that God has for us all and live accordingly. We can overcome the lies of this world and the pressure of our culture to live for ourselves and find what our heart is longing for and live as he commands us to and walk into the righteous destinies that he has for us. We can choose to live right and be right, seeking biblically based lives, seeking to be fruitful and multiply and love and serve our true Lord and our true Savior. Or we can just carry on suffering the consequences, right? Individually and as a whole, as a broader body of people, right? So what does God have to say about women and men? And what is a godly woman, right? What's up with the women these days, right? And what is a godly woman? Well, a godly woman is diligent, has a keen sense for business matters, is compassionate, is prepared for the future, is a good teacher, is dedicated to her family, and above all else, possesses the primary characteristic of biblical wisdom, the fear of the Lord. Her virtue shows as she shuns sinfulness and leads her home with integrity, discipline, and all of the virtues she practices are aimed at making her husband's life better, teaching her children and serving her God. Again, this is what the Bible says. <laughs> We're no longer in my opinions anymore, right? This is just a biblical definition of what a woman is and what a godly woman is. And a godly woman is to be the complementary helpmeet to her husband, to serve him faithfully and diligently, to help him accomplish the tasks and roles that God has set before him. She is to submit to her husband just as he is to submit to the Lord our God, and as her children are to submit to her. This idea of submission has been severely discredited and demonized over the years by secular-minded folks and feminists who seek to empower themselves and seek for themselves in this world instead of just doing right and being right, loving and serving their creator at all times, humbly serving others in the correct and proper manner as was intended for her. And a godly man is to be wholeheartedly submitted to his Lord, which is ultimately for his own benefit and for the benefit of all those within his sphere of influence, all those who are within his garden that he must tend to, who rely on him to provide, protect, lead, build, grow, and crush, right? His submission to God is ultimately not just for his own benefit, but for the benefit of all of those within his sphere of influence. And a godly woman is likewise to be wholeheartedly submitted to her godly husband in the same fashion, which is also for her own benefit and for the benefit of all of those around her and within her own sphere of influence. All of those who rely on her, depend on her, and who need her to nurture, guide, support, teach, socialize, and love others. Ephesians 5, chapter 5, verses 22 through 24 reads, Wives, subject yourselves to your own husbands, as to the Lord. 
For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be their husbands in everything. Ought to be to their husbands in everything. 1 Corinthians 11, 2-3 reads, Now I praise you, because you remember me in everything, and hold firmly to the traditions, just as I handed them down to you. But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man, and the man is the head of a woman, and God is the head of Christ. You seen the trend here? Are you picking up on the trend here? First Peter 3, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4 read, In the same way, you wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if any of them are disobedient to the word, they may be won over without a word by the behavior of their wives, as they observe your pure and respectful behavior. Your adornment must not be merely the external, braiding the hair, wearing gold jewelry, or putting on apparel, but it should be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. Titus 2, 3-5 reads, Older women likewise are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. The submission that women are called into means living selflessly, being of service, being accountable, and having respect for their husband. It is not slavery or some sort of tyrannical relationship, as the modern world would lead you to believe, but simply a relationship that is built upon truth and love, a complementary bond between two people created differently by God who strive to obey and serve him and bring him glory with all of their thoughts and actions at all times. Men and women are just simply built and created differently. With complementary roles and separate responsibilities in marriage, family life, and religious leadership. The man in the marriage has been given authority by God to be the spiritual head of his wife and has complete responsibility over his family. Righteous families and harmonious homes can only occur when men and women fulfill their God-ordained roles. There are specific roles that God has assigned to each of the two genders in the realms of church and family. And those who want to misinterpret the Bible or twist the word to suit their own selfish interests or let their emotions and feelings lead them into a denial of scripture and the clear and living instructions and meanings will eventually suffer the consequences, right? It might not be immediately. You might have a good run at it. But eventually, you will suffer the consequences for disobeying God and his word. Again, 
just like all of the others out there who choose to rebel against God and his right ways, they will suffer the consequences. Like, you know, all these women preachers, quote unquote, who, uh, by the way, don't exist. <laughs> That's not a preacher. Um, all these female preachers, quote unquote, who want to ignore or discredit the very clear instructions in scripture about women not holding office over men or teaching men in church or even speaking up in church will, too, surely suffer the consequences in time, right? You can get away with it for a while, but those consequences, they will catch up to you. And they will also bring with them all those who choose to follow them, right? All those who make excuses for and continue to attend and embrace these female pastors, quote unquote, right? <laughs> right? If you don't believe me, if you want to see for yourself, uh, I'm not going to read them, but you can look up 1 Timothy 2, chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. And then uh, mosey on over then after that to 1 Corinthians 14, 33 through 35. For more clarity on that. 1 Timothy 2, verses 11 through 14, as well as 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 33 through 35. Just for some more clarity on that, right? Don't take my word for it. Take his word for it. So too will those who pretend that a woman can turn into a man or that a man can turn into a woman, those who openly choose to reject the being that God created and instead seek for themselves a new and opposing form, will also suffer the consequences in time, as will those who help and enable them, right? support them and excuse them in all their wrongdoings, right? The consequences will be suffered in time. Good luck trying to escape them, right? And to all the dudes out there, right? Let's talk about the, all right, enough mansplaining. Let's get to the dudes, right? To all my dudes out there, all this madness and unrighteousness ultimately falls on our shoulders. And we're going to get into that, but I have a couple Again, little pictures here. Sorry, podcast people. Robert J. O'Neill tweeted, I recommend teaching your boys to be men before their teachers teach them to be women. And that's so true on so many levels, right? If the men are not teaching their boys and the boys how to become men, how can we ever expect the boys to be anything other than boys or nowadays women? right? These boys will stay boys or these boys will become women because the men are not actually teaching these boys how to become men, right? Righteously masculine men are not teaching the young, the young generation, all the boys out there, how to become righteously masculine men. We're handing them off to teachers and preschools and Sunday schools where women are teaching them how to be, you know, either stay boys, become pacified and weak, scared and timid, overly emotional or just blatantly teaching them to become women right so what do we expect what do we expect otherwise right do we just magically think that these boys are going to grow up on their own and become men you know it's on us guys it's on us we got to overcome our fathers what our fathers did or didn't do to us we got to rise above it 
we've got to overcome and we've got to become righteously masculine men and we've also got to sacrifice for us on us our lives our comforts and privileges and our fancy pants and lollipops and our easy routes and comfortable lives so that we can instill those masculine righteously masculine values into the boys our boys the boys out there so that they can overcome and rise up and become the men that we were supposed to be that our fathers were supposed to make us right our fathers and grandfathers failed us we are boys who stayed boys or we are boys who literally became women or just very weak young beta males or whatever you want to call them right weak men emotional men we can decide to rise up overcome that break that chain become the men that god created us to be i've done many live streams on this you can hear my full thoughts on all of this right you, you know it or you can go back and look it up but the key here is teaching the boys how to become men we've got to do that we've got to start being those ones right now who teach the boys out there today and that will come that are still to come how to become men godly men and that's going to require sacrifice it's going to require us giving up something it's going to require us sacrificing and giving up our wants our desires our comforts and pleasures our security our stuff right and but it has to be done otherwise the cycle will continue we'll continue to let the women teach the boys how to become women <laughs> our boys will continue to be boys they'll grow up to continue to be beta males and soy boys and they'll literally become women the more and more our society promotes that encourages that permits that it's another little picture meme here sorry podcasters not all men were meant to lead and dominate which debatable <laughs> still rings true but you are don't let the beta men who lost make you ashamed to embrace that right so biblically all men were meant to lead and dominate right and dominate can sound harsh whatever you can use a different word there um but we were all given leadership roles, whether we like it or not. Go back and watch my stream called Kingdom Man, and I explain this point very well, concisely there, because it's from a book where it is explained very well and concisely, but all men are leaders, whether we like it or not. We were given the authority and the responsibility to lead, and we are failing at doing that. Our grandfathers failed at doing that. Our fathers failed at doing that. We are failing at doing that right now, but, but, crucial but here we can stop we can end that cycle we can break that wheel that's rotating right a continuous wheel we can rise above and overcome and break that chain and be the change we want to see in the world right we can actually be the change we want to see in the world and we can actually teach the boys to become men instead of just continue complaining about the fact that we're letting women teach our boys how to become women right so again kind of finish my ramblings and rantings here dig in my dudes again my dudes listen up all this madness and unrighteousness these days ultimately falls on our shoulders right my dudes it's, it's a tough pill to swallow you know but we can't keep pointing our fingers at others especially the women out there who are lost and broken and are forced to navigate a lost and broken society. Um, we can't keep pointing our fingers at these people and saying, you're bad, it's all your fault, look at how bad and evil you are. 
because ultimately this all falls on our shoulders and we must be the ones to course correct. Right now, right now, you and I and everyone else out there, all my dudes, right now we have to be the ones that course correct. It's not gonna be easy, it's not gonna be fun, but it has to be done. It's our responsibility, whether we like it or not. And we have to do this for the sake of future generations. Um, weak men make hard times, hard times make strong men, right? So if we're living in these hard times, we're entering into the hard times, let's rise up and become those strong men who bring about good times, right? For the sake of our future generations. Again, we have been given roles of authority and leadership, whether we like it or not. And women are to submit to us as we are to submit to Christ, right? Again, there's this headship, there's this right order, this righteous order where Christ submitted to the Father, we are to submit to Christ, the, or the women are to submit to us, and the children are to submit to the women, right? That's the right chain of command. But when we abandon our duties and obligations, that chain will be broken, and the floodgates of lies and inversions, ugliness, nonsense, wickedness, and evil will break open, right? <laughs> Those floodgates will break. And we are experiencing the results of that right now. Women need men who are worthy of being submitted to. I'm going to repeat that. That's a crucial line, right? Women need men who are worthy of being submitted to. And we as a whole in our modern age have abandoned or lost what it means to be a righteously masculine man who stands up and speaks out for what is right regardless of the consequences. You know, a righteously masculine man who lives nobly, responsibly, honestly, modestly, humbly, boldly, and who serves and loves the Lord alone in all the ways. And men, you know, maybe not you or I watching this right now, right? Maybe you or I is overcome and we're, we're overcoming, we're rising above it and we're crushing, right? So maybe not you or I individually here, but men, most of the males <laughs> in our society at large have chosen to instead seek for themselves, right? They've chosen to acquire stuff and status, status and pleasure themselves and secure a long and happy life here and now instead of doing the hard work and making difficult decisions taking potentially harmful or deadly actions in the name of God and his right ways. And as a result, our women are suffering greatly. As a result, our women are suffering greatly. They are seeking to change their genders. They, are, they disregard their marriage vows frequently. They don't take care of their bodily temples. They take on massive amounts of debt. They work for other strange men that aren't in their own family. They waste their time investing in entertainment and other people's drama. They waste their money, money acquiring symbols of status and material wealth. And they are refusing to have children. Even to the point of resorting to murdering their babies in the womb to ensure their own survival and longevity, their own pleasures and their own happiness. Our women today have 
you know, in general, not all, not all, not all, not all, but our women today in general have abandoned their rightful and correct positions in society and within their own families because the men who they are supposed to be submitting to have instead abandoned their responsibilities and rejected their own calling. Weak and broken men have failed the women that God called them to protect and provide for, their spouses and their children. And the problem just continues on as we continue to slip further and further away from faith and obedience to the one who deserves it. If we continue on reading from Titus 2 that we read earlier about how you know godly women should behave towards their husbands, we read, Likewise, urge the young men to be sensible in all things. Show yourself to be an example of good deeds with purity and doctrine, dignified, sound in speech, which is beyond reproach, so that the opponent will be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. And 1 Peter 3, 7, also if we're going to continue reading from 1 Peter 3 earlier about a godly woman, 1 Peter 3, 7 reads, You, husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with someone weaker, since she is a woman, and show her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. And continuing on in Ephesians from earlier, we read in Ephesians 5, 25-33, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle in any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. So husbands also ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh but nourishes nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are all parts of his body. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, as for you individually, each husband is to love his own wife with, with his own wife the same as himself, and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. So women are called to submit to their husbands and serve them faithfully, right? A godly woman is called to submit to her husband and serve him faithfully. And men are called to submit to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and serve him faithfully. When men fail to do this, which we're experiencing now in this godless, satanic society, right? When men fail to do this, women are left without anyone to truly submit to in this fallen world, except for themselves. And they will surely fall into satanic snares and begin living wicked lives. And my dudes, it's our responsibility. (laughs) My dudes, hey, hey dudes, it's our responsibility here and now and forevermore 
to overcome these fallen states that we're in and return to God and his right ways before we begin pointing fingers and placing blame on women for the state of things, right? Women are messed up, but why are they messed up, right? Crack addicts are, are messed up, but who's giving them the crack, <laughs> right? We need to reclaim what has been lost, my dudes. We must become the righteously masculine men that God created us to be so that our women will have a chance and an ability to become righteously feminine wives and mothers whose bodies truly are well-kept temples that are fruitful and multiply, who raise the future generations in the right ways, who willingly and gladly serve their roles in families and submit to their deserving husbands. Um, bring this up. Again, sorry, podcasters, but uh, we have a pick here. It's actually from the New Columbia Movement. Shout out, New Columbia Movement. And I believe it's NCM. I'm messing up. I, I, I'll have to look it up. You can check them out. They've, they've been on my show twice now. I'm going on a retreat with them this weekend, actually, with the Southeast chapter. It's going to be a good time. New Columbia Movement. Find them on Gab and Twitter. And I think they're on other places, too. Um, but, you know, I have a picture here. Motherhood Matters. And a quote from C.S. Lewis that reads, The homemaker has the ultimate career. All other careers exist for one purpose only. And that is to support the ultimate career. The ultimate career of being a mother. So there's that. Just wanted to bring that up before we close out. Because we're getting, we're getting closer to the end here. My dudes. My dudes. My dudes, until we grow up, man up, overcome evil, and begin to truly seek out and even produce for ourselves what is good, true, and beautiful, all the good, true, and beautiful things, um, begin living boldly and confidently for the glory of God, seeking first Him above all other things in this world, and firmly fixate our eyes on eternity and dedicate our souls to achieving a reunion with our creator we have no right no authority no justification no logical way of blaming the women of our day and age and society for the problems they face and we all face right so it is time my dudes to finally become the righteously masculine men that god created us to be who live nobly, humbly, faithfully, honestly, and who love and serve the Lord in all things, who tend to our own gardens, who take care of our own responsibilities, and take up our positions of leadership, of dominion, and the authority given to us by God over our wives and our families. Our damsels are in distress, and it is time to save them, right? Our damsels are in distress, my dudes, and it's time to stop complaining about that. It's time to stop pointing a finger and saying you're bad. How, you know, look at how in distress you are, 
<laughs> like that does need to be said, but also what's the solution, right? We have to save them. We have to rise up, overcome, slay the dragon, <laughs> and rescue the damsels that are in distress. It's not our fault. It may or may not be our fault. It might be our grandfather's fault, our father's fault. You know, it's not necessarily our fault, but it is our responsibility here and now to get on with the, with the job of saving them, right? It's our responsibility here and now, rise up, overcome and get on with saving our damsels who are in distress not just keep mocking them and making fun of them and pointing out how bad they are what a horrible state they're living in right um a couple more picks and we'll call it a day keep sending me chats and questions i'll get to them here in a second some final thoughts final picks you know be the extremist the media says you are <laughs> and we got some happy, healthy, happy, healthy, white <laughs> families and babies, you know, gun owners, some patriots, just cooking, canning their own food, growing their own food, teaching their children how to plant, you know, happy, smiling, healthy, help, healthy, and just bigger picture message here. Be the extremist the media says you are. One who lives by and for God, who focuses their life, their energy, their resources, their time, invests their personal wealth into the future generation. Um, become that person, right? And one here is, um, you know, a cute little family on their little homestead. And you have 4chan writing, uh, you, have, you have Anon on 4chan writing. If only you knew how much better things could be. So true, right? If only you knew how much better things could be. And it's time to stop dreaming about it and talking about it. It's time to start making this stuff happen, right? Be the change you want to see in the world. Be someone that crushes, regardless of the consequences to you, the sacrifices you have to make. And the last one here is... You know, a little meme here. You have four four stages, you know, difficult selector difficulty. You have easy mode, you and the boys can sit around watching <laughs> Marvel movies or whatever, <laughs> nerding out, building Lego sets and watching Star Wars and drinking your soy lattes and you know, watching your pornos and whatever. Or you can step up and get married. You can you know you can step up and get married. You know, and then after that, you can step up even beyond that and have a couple kids, you know, two or three kids, some happy, healthy white babies, right? Continue on the bloodline that your ancestors fought to uh, carry on. And then you have expert mode, which is just a bunch of children. <laughs> 12, 15, 20 children of your own, you know, maybe like 50, 60, 70 grandkids, you know, that's expert mode. That's legendary mode right there. That's that's world record mode right there, you know. And if you're correctly discipling your children, if you're getting on with the with the hard business of actually raising your children to be right and do right, if you're actually discipling your children, and you're also answering God's call to be fruitful and multiply, that is an, a small army you can make. You know, a small city you can make that is just 
composed of powerful disciple makers. If you're being a disciple maker and you're discipling your children and your grandchildren and you're having a lot of them, you're having 50, 60, 70 grandkids, that's 50 or 60, 70 disciple makers that you have made that's going to go out into the world and they're going to disciple their community, their friends, people in their church, as well as their own future generations, right? So make sure we're raising our children right. Make sure we're being fruitful and multiplying. Make sure we're getting on with the expert mode, the hard difficulty of, you know, not just wedlock, not just having children, but actually raising those children correctly in the proper way, fixating their eyes on eternity, not on the physical temporary things of this world, and make sure you're actually discipling them. You're being a, you're, you're disciple making. You're becoming a disciple maker to all of the children that you're having as you're answering God's call to be fruitful and multiply, right? And end up with many, many, many happy, healthy white babies. <laughs> yeah, more white babies says life to the max. But also just powerful disciples, right? It's not necessarily about being white, right? But it's about being Christian. It's Christians having Christian babies and discipling them powerfully so that they can then turn around and disciple powerfully in their community, in their churches, right? In their own families, to their own future generations. That's the goal. That's the call, guys. Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Life to the max, 07s, what's going on? We got bear 7s, we got 07s in the chat. Thank y'all for tuning in. Got my bear shirt on. Art Gaines says, thanks for the biblical message. I got caught up in worldly wisdom about this sort of thing too much. Yeah, and it's easy to, right? The thing is like our society has so many problems, right? So it's so easy and it is necessary. Like the first step is to be like, there's a problem. <laughs> right there's a problem you know and then our first instinct is complain about that problem look at how bad of a problem this is look at this problem hey everyone look at how horrible this problem is isn't it disgusting isn't it gross this is a problem right that's step one step two is okay let's start finding solutions how can i be a solution to this problem even if it's a small significant step how can I contribute? How can I be even just a drop in the bucket that is a solution to the problem, right? And we have a big problem with women these days. We have a big problem with women and men becoming women and women becoming men and women acting irrationally and insanely and selfishly, right? But what's the cause of that problem and what's the solution to that problem? The cause is weak and broken men who have created an environment that these women are adapting to, right? Feminism is the result of weak and broken men, right? Feminism is the result of men who didn't actually raise their daughters correctly and raise and like treat their wives correctly in a biblical fashion. And the result is feminism. It's independence. It's I want to work a job and I want stuff and I want status and I want pleasure. I want to have fun. Me, 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 right? This feminism came from men who didn't actually disciple their daughters correctly. It came from men who didn't actually have their wives submit to them in a godly way. They weren't being godly men 
deserving of being submitted to by godly women, right? And the result is feminism. And so we can point out and look, oh, look at these crazy feminists. Look at how bad feminism is. Look at how destructive and bad and horrible all this stuff is with women and feminism and the result of feminism these days. What's the cause and what's the solution, right? At some point, we can't, as men, just keep crying and blaming others, right, for all the problems. We have to be the solution. Even if individually you and I are just a drop in the bucket, we have to contribute that drop to the bucket of being a solution to the problem, right? And the first major step is a return to God. It's an overcoming of ourselves, our own weakness, our own brokenness, and finding salvation in the only one who can provide that, Jesus Christ, right? Our Lord and Savior, our true Lord, our only Savior. We have to repent of what we've done wrong. We have to forgive others for what they've done wrong. We have to follow and obey our Lord, his commandments, right? We have to love and serve him and love and serve his children. We have to get on with that. We have to get on with becoming actually biblically masculine man, men, and a man, man. Me a man, you a man, right? But in general, we have to return to God. Us men have to become righteously masculine and worthy of being submitted to. And then we can focus on having these women, these radical feminists or whatever, these lost and broken women, um, we can focus on having them submit to us, right? But we can't just be crying and shouting about how horrible women are in the state of women, right? At some point, we have to become the men that God wants us to be, and then we can bring along the women with us, right? But too often, the reason I got caught up in this little mini rant, right? Too often, um, secular-minded people, worldly-minded people get caught up in, like, look at woman bad. Look, woman bad. It's like, okay, well, like, what's the solution? And that's not just a women-man issue. It's like everything, right? Like, oh, look, leftists are so bad. Oh, com look, look, communists bad. Look, blah, blah, blah. Insert something here, bad. You know, whatever problem, quote-unquote, we're facing, we have this tendency to just point at it, complain about it, cry about it, and that's it. <laughs> and then that's it. And then things get worse, and we just continue crying about it. We continue complaining about it. At some point, we got to rise up and we got to be the change that we want to see, right? We have to be a solution to the problem, even if it's just one, even if it's just in your own home, right? Even if it's just in your church, even if it's just in your community, you have to, you and I, me, us, men, all of us men have to contribute to being a solution to the problems. We can't keep crying about it. That's what's making this all worse. That's what's letting Satan sink his claws in dig in and make things horrible and continue to permeate and spread that is men not being solutions to the problem but men just crying on the internet about the problems right so what you're saying is women are crack addicts yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i guess in summary uh l jeff is right when he says so what you're saying is women are crack addicts yeah yep let me think about it. i thought i got that analogy backwards because you don't blame the drug dealer, right? The drug dealer is just supplying what's being demanded, right? You have to blame who's demanding. You have to blame the drug user, the drug addicts, the crack addicts, right? The crack dealers are just supplying what the crack addicts want. What you have to do is stop the crack addicts from wanting 
the crack. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, so women are crack addicts. Yeah, final conclusion. Yeah, women are crack addicts, bro. All of them. <laughs> Great quote, yeah. Yeah, you point a finger, three fingers point back at you. Life to the max. Coming in hot at the end. More white babies. Not just a family, but a clan. And lots of babies. 07. Yeah, we're more righteous families. We need more righteous families. And J Patriot, J Patriotic says, I need a sandwich for my girl. Yeah. So with that, I'm <laughs> on that note, uh, this mansplaining hour is coming to a close. And final comment from J Patriotic is, I need a sandwich for my girl. So I hope you get that, man. I do hope you get that. See, if you were a righteously masculine man, your girl would submit and she would bring you a sandwich because you deserve it. Because you're hungry, you need to be nutri you need to be you need the nutrients and minerals, you need nourishment to carry on being a kingdom builder, right? You're out there, you're crushing, you're helping God build his kingdom, advance his kingdom, you're discipling, you're being a disciple maker, right? You're just crushing. You're, you're growing your own food, you're building your own your own infrastructure, you're making wealth in every sense of the word, all kinds of wealth, like you're just crushing, right? And as you're doing that, you know, as you're being this righteously masculine man who's just out there crushing, your righteously feminine woman should just come and bring you a sandwich because it's what you need to continue carrying on doing the Lord's work, right? That is like the proper order of things. What's not is just some like godless man playing video games, like selfishly just be like, I'm hungry, bring me a sandwich, like making demands, you know? I'm a little, my tummy's a little empty. Woman, bring me a sandwich <laughs> now or else. You know, like that's kind of the problem. That's kind of what's got us here, right? <laughs> is that mentality. That like godless, selfish, like me, me, I want a sandwich. Hey, you, you bring me what I want. I want something. You bring it to me or else. You know, that's like the selfish godlessness that's gotten us into this mess to begin with. But if you're just like a righteously masculine man, like I've been talking about, you're just loving and serving the Lord. You're getting on with advancing his kingdom. At some point, you're going to need like nourishment to help you accomplish your goals and your woman will be there fully submitted fully committed to helping you accomplish that task and she will bring you a sandwich right she will bring you that sandwich my dude <laughs> so if you need a sandwich and you're being a god god fearing god loving man your god fearing and god loving woman will bring you that sandwich <laughs> With that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah, he says, thanks, man. I'm enjoying your channel. God bless you. God bless you too, brother. Thank you for tuning in. I do hope you get that sandwich. I hope you deserve it as well, right? So here's to getting some sandwiches from the women's. <laughs> yeah. Life to the max. Be a man worthy of the sandwich. In summary, my dudes, uh, <laughs> in summary, be the man that is worthy of the sandwich. If your woman is bringing you a sandwich, be the man who is deserving of that sandwich. All right? 
Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> put that on my tombstone. Quote that. Put that in stone somewhere on my statue someday, right? <laughs> right on. So again, that's going to be it for me tonight. My dudes, my ladies, thank you for coming to my Mansplaining Hour. I am thankful that you all tuned in and stayed tuned in <laughs> all the way to hear me out. Um, thank y'all for being with me here live. Y'all are all amazing and sending in those chats and comments. And again, I hope you get that sandwich, J Patriot, Patriotic. I hope my uh, mansplaining did you and some others good. <laughs> you know, that we just continued to disregard what the Satanists currently controlling our society and dictating our culture um, want us to do and want us to think. And we just continue on rejecting the bad, the ugly, and the false and seek to instead or instead seek to pursue what is good true and beautiful right reject the ugly reject the false reject the wicked <laughs> and the bad and seek what is good true and beautiful instead um make sure you keep the faith stay loyal have hope in your heart at all times i will probably be off next week for memorial day if I am back, it will be a last minute decision to stream. I got a couple different stream ideas planned out. Um, but I may or may not be back. I'm going on a retreat with the New Columbia Movement Southeast Chapter dudes in the uh, Appalachian Mountains out in uh, Western North Carolina. West North Carolina. Um, so I may or may not be back early on Monday. I may or may not have energy to do a stream even if I am back on time, but it'll be like a last minute decision. Um, it'll be a fun time if so. I'll put it out on social media and stuff if that's happening. Again, kind of last minute. After that, I have some awesome guests lined up for Monday nights in June. I got two. I'm trying to get two more. So tune back in for then. Tune back in then for sure. And until then... Keep crushing, keep pursuing the Lord in all his right ways with your whole heart, your whole soul, all your might, all your strength. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruity and uh, be with guys. <laughs> be fruitful, multiply. Don't be with other guys, my dudes, okay? And make sure to be good, do good, love and be loved. I will catch y'all either next week or the week after that. Um, I love you all, and I'll see you then, whenever I'm back. Take care. You are watching or listening to the Jonathan Corey live stream. Be sure to follow and subscribe to my channel wherever you are streaming this and on any of the other sites that you happen to use as well. And be sure to leave some comments or reviews. It would really help me out. You can find my streams on YouTube, Twitch, DLive, Odyssey.com, VK.com, TV.gab, BitChute, Rumble, and on all of the podcast apps. You can read my blogs at JonathanCorey.blogspot.com. My main links are at Linktree slash JonathanCorey. And you can find the rest of my links, my older secret content, and my guest appearances on other podcasts or streams at JonathanCorey.com.